We are very excited about today's show, but before we begin, we got Jesse Ledoux with our product feature of the week. Jesse, tell us what you got for us. Hey, Stephen. This week, we launched the ultimate guide for pageant shoes. If you go to our site, it's one of our main articles, and it will tell you all things shoes, whether you are a parent of a child contestant, a teen, a miss, a missus, a glitz contestant, all the information on what you need to know for pageant shoes is there. For, for someone that maybe hasn't heard of our courses or isn't familiar with our new strategy, what's the difference between a course and just an article? So what we've decided to do is create these courses that are essentially gigantic articles. So where in the past you might have had to click through 10 to 15 articles to get all these different answers, we have consolidated the information so it is so easy for our listeners and our readers to access. Okay, and so it, I'm understanding it like it's basically just like a digital book, but like how long are some of these courses and I guess, is it too long to where it's really challenging to navigate or is there kind of a hack for that that makes the article easy to navigate? So I would suggest not printing out these courses if you want to save some trees because they are gigantic. But to your point, they are so digestible because what we've done is as soon as you get to the article, there's a list of our 10 to 15 most commonly asked questions about pageant shoes because we are getting questions from people all over the world about any given topics. We've been, we've been hearing you people. We hear your questions. We understand your needs. So we've created a list of these questions on the top of the article and you can just click the question that you want the answer to. It takes you right there on the site. So you don't need to be constantly scrolling. So it is so user friendly and so valuable. Yeah. I know the one that we released on evening gown was, I think it was 80 pages and the one on pageant interview was like 72 pages. So yeah, quite, quite girthy there. Now, you mentioned that it covers glitch shoes. Um, I think you said Mr. Shoes, Mrs. Shoes. I mean, everything that there is to know about it. Um, how does that relate to our store, if anything? I mean, how we started selling new shoes, anything like that? Yes. So if you visit shop.pageantplanet.com, you will see that we have all different types of shoes. A lot of people don't know we ha we carry kids' shoes, we carry glitch shoes. Um, so it is important to get on there and check it out. And we've talked about several other styles from platform to standard heel um, to adorable little diables um, for your favorite glitz or child contestant. Awesome. All right. Well, um, how can they find this particular course? So they can find this course very simply. Visit pageantplanet.com, click articles, and it's right there. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, Jesse and myself, we're going to discuss the seven must-have products for your pageant that are under 20 bucks. So Jesse, go ahead and set the stage for us. Steven, I'm not sure if you've heard, um, but pageants are expensive. Have you heard this? I, I may have heard it one or two like times. Once before. or twice. Yeah. So like you have gowns, beauty services, travel. Why wouldn't you want to save money wherever you can? Or wouldn't you want to spend a little tiny amount on something that can make your life easier? Oh gosh. I mean, that translates to every facet of life. You know, pageantry really is one of those 
snapshots of just greater life as a whole from the things that you do here you can also do outside their life and the things that are applicable in pageantry are certainly applicable outside of pageantry too yep and today we're talking all about items that they won't break the bank but they should be staples in your arsenal so you don't have to feel guilty about spending a few bucks on them um because there's with the cost like there's no excuse to use these little gems that we're going to give you to your advantage so as always we've pulled our instagram audience for some of their favorites and i've Peppered in a few of mine, too. Ah, peppered in. I like that. Okay, so give us the, the first of the must-haves that cost less than 20 bucks. Yeah, so now that I'm not in pageants actively, like behind the scenes, of course, um, I find that I'm like, I don't have these at my disposal like I used to in pageantry, and my life is infinitely harder because of it, and that item is so simple. It's safety pins. Safety pins. Okay, what's it cost in like usage? So like, walk us okay. through that. So honestly, like a dollar will get you more safety pins than you will need in an entire pageant season. Um, and they come in variety packs, probably up to five bucks that range from like micro mini to like the gigantic heavy duty that you see on like old school diapers. Um, not a glamorous visual at all. <laughs> I'm like, um, wow, I got that. I got that visual. Yeah, okay. So I so I'm just for reference, I'm still working through the same multi size box that I bought in 2013. So that's I paid five bucks for that. So I've spent a dollar a year essentially <laughs> on safety pins that I've used like crazy. And there's still more. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's a, that's a good investment. That's a solid investment. All right. How, I guess, what usage do girls use safety pins for in their I, pageant? It's, it's, a, it's, I said the word infinite. It's true. So like if I have a gown or a pant outfit that I'm either borrowing from someone else or like I get to the pageant and I've lost weight and my pants are now longer because they're not hung up on my hips as much or my gown is just like heavy and now it's kind of the fabric is like stretching a little bit. Safety pins are my first go to to find a fix for it. So before I, I iron it with hem tape, which can be a little more permanent, can cause a little more damage on the fabric or I take it to a seamstress and pay 20 bucks to get it um, altered for that one day or I'm in a panic. The first thing I will try as long as the fabric can handle um, being poked by a pin is I will try to fix it with the safety pin. So that's a hem situation. Okay. Um, the other thing I've done is like, if I have like a low cut neckline or like a wrap top, um, Steven Renata might have those. They, they're V-neck and like they are two different panels that cross in the front. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yep, I am. So sometimes like they're a little drapier and it can be like, if you're older, it can be a very sexy look, but sometimes it's not comfortable. If you want to wear the same outfit, but you want to modify it to be more conservative, or if you know you'll be with kids and bending down all the time, you don't want um, to risk any wardrobe malfunctions, of course. So safety pin is a really easy way to um, just pin your top together. And that way you still have the versatility to undo it afterwards, as opposed to if you took it to alterations, it would be like that forever. Yeah. And I could see this being really beneficial. I mean, Renata, whenever she like when, before we went to Miss America, for example, her friend's like, oh, you're going to Miss America? Come shop in my closet. And it's just like, okay. And so they grab a glass of wine or they just like there and they're just shopping through each other's closets and they just have the most fun doing it. And it's not just one of her friends, it's a lot of them. So I could see that this would be um, a good fix for that because, I mean, obviously everybody's different size. They have different um, you know, breast size, all that kind of stuff. So like it could be that quick him fix mm -hmm. that you're talking about. I'm thinking like 45 other reasons too. Like okay. as you're talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, 
You could do it like if your bra straps are showing and you want to cinch them together, use a safety pin. Safety pin the two straps together so it becomes like more of a racer back. Mm -hmm. Or if you have an outfit that's not staying on the hanger, use a safety pin to put the pin around the out through the outfit and around the hanger. And that way it stays up and you're not worrying about it falling and wrinkling. Oh my gosh, I, I could go on for days <laughs> about it. Well, and I've had no caffeine yet. No caffeine. Whoa. Okay. That's. I feel passionately about a safety that, pin. I right? can see this. I mean, you've been investing in it since uh, 2013, so it's clear. Now, what are some fabrics for safety pins that someone should not use a safety pin on? I mean, I want to save girls from potentially destroying a garment. Good call. Um, so anything chiffon and chiffon um, and chiffon family of fabrics. I'm not a designer, so I don't know what they're all called. Um, anything gauzy. So flowy, think flowy and a little bit sheer is a definite no because those are such delicate weaves of, I'm sounding technical, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. They're like really delicate the way the fabric and the threads are together that if you put a hole in that, it could disrupt that whole thing. It can create pulls. It can create tears. Um, so if you have someone that's gifted in your life at fabrics and seamstress, I would feel free to give them a call and say, Hey, what fabric, fabric should I not safety pin or send them a picture of your garment? Okay. Got it. All right. So, all right. We've covered safety pins. Anything else that you want to cover there before we move on to our next? I mean, I could, <laughs> um, but let's move on. Okay. Got it. What's the second item under 20 bucks that girls should definitely have for the pageant? So this submission came from our friend, Missy Allie J, and she said a travel size can of big, sexy hair hairspray for those pre-stage touch-ups. So I love this because you absolutely always need a travel size of your favorite hairspray. Um, big, sexy hair seems to be Missy Allie J's. Um, we have a couple of other brands that we like. I know my personal one is Smart Solutions, um, and you can get actually a 12-ounce can of their hairspray, which is a finishing spray, um, on their site and it's smart solutions, Um, so I love that, but you gotta have hairspray. Yeah, completely. And travel size thing. I mean, I use it for shaving cream when I'm on the go. And I mean, one little thing of shaving cream that's lasted me, I feel like for years, um, like it doesn't last or it lasts a lot longer than I anticipated, you know? Oh, so, yeah. well, so what is this thing for the, um, you, you said the, the item for, um, smart solutions. What does it cost for like the big sexy hairspray? Like where can they find it? All that stuff. Yeah. So the, uh, the one I mentioned is a full size. So you probably won't be able to fly with that. So you will want to invest in a travel size hairspray. So it costs like a travel size hairspray can cost like $4 max. And, um, I mean, depending on the size of the can, of course, but this is like, it's definitely a $5 or less investment. Okay. And then how does it help? So Big Sexy Hair is built specifically for volume without weight. Um, so if that if you're looking for a volumizing hairspray, that's a great option. Other hairsprays are made for um, Missy Alley J. So like finishing touch-ups, it's more of a shine spray. So it depends on what your hair needs. Does it need lift? Does it need shine? Does it need like frizz away? Whatever that is. Um, but they're meant to... Hold your hair without dragging it down. Okay. And are there, I feel like there are other usages for hairspray outside of just the obvious being your hair. Oh my gosh. We're going to go down this path again. Okay. I have so many tips, but I'm trying to keep it light. Um, the first bonus tip is um, if you find that your sole, the soles of your shoes are slipping and you don't have time to go get traction guards or traction stickers for your shoes, 
go ahead and spray some hairspray on the soles of your shoes. Let them get a little bit tacky and that will create more texture on the stage and prevent slipping. So you'll want to start building. So if you get to rehearsal and you realize that's happening, start doing that ASAP. Just do some layers because the more layers, it'll stick to itself. It'll collect some dust. It'll collect some maybe a little bit of filth, which is not normally a good thing. But for this purpose, texture is helpful. That's, that's a really cool idea. I don't believe I've yeah. ever heard that one. Good. Yeah. So I guess um, something that dancers do on stage is give stages like a Coke bath. So like they'll get Coca-Cola, dilute it and put it all over the stage to prevent slipping. So most, you probably won't have the ability to do that at your pageant. So <laughs> this is like an easy way for you to make a personal alternative to that. I could just picture some queen walking out there with a two liter bottle of Coke and just start spraying the Dumping stage. It. <laughs> the director would be like, Oh, gosh. No, it's okay. I heard on the Pageant Planet podcast, dancers do it. It'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, what's what's the bonus tip number two? So if you're having a tough time with static and frizz, spray the hairspray into your hand first, rub it together, um, and put it on the trouble spots of your hair to eliminate that problem. So you don't want to, for that purpose, you don't want to put it directly on your hair. You want to put it on your hands first. And of course, I just thought of another one. If you're having static cling, that's one way, same thing, like a little bit of hairspray on your hands, just kind of like dab it on the places because you don't want to spray directly on because you don't want to worry about staining your clothing. You want to put it like more on like your legs or whatever it's sticking to. <laughs> when you were talking about... Um, like putting the hairspray in your hand, I could hear you rubbing your hands together on the other. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yeah, she's really into these explanations. I'm like starting a fire over here. Well, we talk about a lot of times when you're like, okay, stand up. I mean, I legit on my end, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll stand up. I mean, I, I'll go through the charades with you, but we 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 do that. So uh, maybe we'll have to turn these into a video um, one day. Uh, all right. It's very comedic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's the third item that's under 20 bucks that girls just need to have? So this came from Miss Florida Gator 2018. She had two suggestions. We're going to highlight one, um, but she said liquid bandage and Sally Hansen airbrush legs, both must haves. So just before we'll talk about liquid bandage real quick, but then we'll talk mostly about one of my favorite products, the Sally Hansen airbrush legs, but liquid bandage is something you can put on high areas of like, um, friction. So for instance, like your shoes, that way it'll kind of create a, like a barrier to prevent blisters, which is also an item that probably could be on this list. Um, so that's liquid bandage, definitely something to invest in. But again, I get so excited about these little things. They make life so much easier. And Sally Hansen airbrush legs is one of those things. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the fun part about doing an episode like this is it doesn't cost a crazy amount, um, for something that really is going to help you a lot. I mean, if it reduces the amount of pain that you're experiencing on stage, that's everything. That's everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell me how the um, Sally Hansen, how it helps. Yep. So it helps because like we have heard so much about this on the last two years in the podcast because it truly is one of my favorites. So I know I used it when it first came out and that was, oh gosh, that was like 2006 or something. Wow. Mm -hmm. Anyway, three years before pageant planning even started, how did you ever, oh. how did you ever get by in your pageant journey without us? No, I, um, I wouldn't have made a lot of the same mistakes I did make. I'll tell you that. But anyway, <laughs> okay. So the way it works, it acts as an airbrush version of pantyhose because pantyhose are in many ways, a 
fashion faux pas in life, in real life now and in pageant life. So the way it works is it evens out your skin tone. So um, like the way I like to do it, I shake the can, I spray it in my hand and I'll rub it together again, Steven. <laughs> I, and heard then, I heard it. <laughs> and then I spread it over my legs. And again, it creates a really light finish. It does have a tint, so you'll need to get one that's similar to your skin tone. It doesn't have to be perfect because it's it's weightless. So it kind of just blurs all your imperfections. So for instance, like I have ketosis polaris, which is a really fancy way to say bumpy skin. And I hate the texture of my legs. So this was a game changer because I was able to put it on. It made everything a little bit smoother. It didn't, it, I guess what's D it de highlighted de-emphasized. De we'll go with that. De-emphasized that difference of texture. So I felt more confident wearing short dresses, wearing my swimsuit, whatever it was. Um, and all that comfort in a can that costs like between eight and 12 bucks. Wow. Now does it, I don't know if you know this or not, but it, does it help to smooth out even the appearance of veins? Cause some girls have like the, the small spider veins that, um, are on their skin. Yeah, absolutely. Because like if imagine pantyhose, Steven, I mean, you've probably never worn them, but you've probably known someone that did, but the way that works is it's these really finely woven. Again, I'm speaking in fake technical fabric terms, like just the way it works. You can still see your skin through them unless it's an opaque pair. You can still see your skin through them. It just makes it look more even more polished. And this truly does the same thing. That's great. Okay. And um, where can they, where can they get it? You said the cost. I, I think yeah. I missed where they can actually buy it. So I like can get mine at any drugstore. I can get it at Target, CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens. I don't know. That's regional for me. So whatever your local drugstore is, you can definitely get it there. I promise you. That's great. Such a good. Okay. Sally Henson. Awesome. All right. Yeah. It's not a spray tan though. It's important to say, like, like we said, it's important to get in the window of your color and it will not last. It will come off in the shower. So it will, it's one use type thing. Yeah. You know what? That's a good follow-up question with, with this. I mean, I know with spray tans, you have to wait a certain amount of time before you maybe slide your dress over. Is it kind of the same thing here? Like you need to give it 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or you just put it on and you're pretty much ready to go. So it's a really quick drying time, but you will want to give it some drying time. So I'd recommend packing a robe in your pageant suitcase, like a really thin silk one. That's not going to take a ton of space in your, in your, um, suitcase. Um, that way you just spray it on, put your robe on for like five to 10 minutes. Again, you really are using light layers, so it should dry pretty quickly. Yeah. And just like all these strategies, you don't want to implement this the day of your pageant, like use it before, mm -hmm. like get a feel for it so that you're not, um, causing that additional stress. Yeah. And it's something you can apply at the beginning of the day too. So you don't need to wait until 30 minutes before showtime. Once it's on, it's pretty long lasting too. So you can do it like during rehearsal. Of course, you'll want to make sure that you're protecting anything you're already wearing. Um, but like if you have a break, you might as well do it then. And then it has hours to set. It's perfect. Okay. What's our next strategy or next product, if you will? Um, so uh, this is a very funny one to me, um, but it came from our friend, Sherry Shanley, Sherry.Shanley. Um, and she says duct tape, and she does a crying laughing emoji, make or fix anything in a pinch. Steven, have you ever used duct tape in a pinch? Um, well, I have, but not in pageantry. What in the world can you use duct tape for in pageantry? 
Okay, it can do a million things. Um, so like these like are like MacGyver items. Like if you were going to be stuck on a deserted island, you'd want the items we talked about today because they will be used over and over again. Um, so it like you can secure your cords when you pack. So that's something that's really easy because they always get messy. Like for your hair, your cans of hairspray, or your hair curling iron, your hair dryer, all that stuff. Mm. Um, so you do that. Um, an emergency hem, we talked about the dangers of fabric. That could be a solution if you have darker color fabrics where it won't show through. Um, but my favorite and probably the most commonly used is for an amazing breast lift alternative. <laughs> How does that work? Okay. And is it so, painful when you take it off? It can be. Okay. Um, I, if, you have, if, you, if you need your spray tan to last after the day that you have to do this, I would not recommend it because it probably will – um, remove your spray tan. Um, so I would keep that in mind, but for like a one night only thing, or if you're, if you are blessed enough to have a complexion, even enough or in a rich enough complexion that you don't need a spray tan, go for it. But the way it works, Stephen, is, um, it's going to be an uncomfortable conversation, but we'll get through it together. Um, so for those listening, so you don't have to get up for this one, Stephen, okay. you stand up and lean over. Imagine you put one piece of duct tape, you have it long, it's pretty long. You wanna do it from the side of your breast and then kind of underneath and around into the side of the other. Oh, okay, so you're going across both breasts from basically yeah. armpit to armpit. Yes, so that's one way. Bernard yeah. doesn't like that word, underarm to underarm. Yeah, oh, that's definitely something a, um, a med spa nurse would say. Yes. Love that. Okay. So yeah, you'll do that from under, under one breast all the way down and around the other, and that will push them together. And then if you want them or push them up, if you want them closer, you would just do another strand of duct tape from underneath the underarm all the way across. So instead of more, you want more under the first time. Now you're going to go more across and that will pull it together. So that's the first way to do it. Wait, this what? But it's oh. going to be on top of the nipples. Wouldn't that really hurt? Um, you could probably put like a, I, it, honestly, it didn't really bother me that much. What I usually do before I do it is I will put my hand on the duct tape all the way across and that way it kind of takes some of the sticky out. So it's not as dramatic. Okay. Got it. You can always remove it with soap and water too, instead of just ripping it off. So oh. if you soften up the adhesive, that's always a better way. Beauty. Is this a terrible tip? Are you no, saying? No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying, t I, I just imagined it going across my nipples. Like, like that to me, it was painful but underneath I could see it though, you pull probably a lot coarser hair on your chest than yeah. women do um so think about that too okay that's probably that's probably where it is okay All okay right. the second the second way there's actually I think a video that Kim Kardashian did or someone did from an inspiration of Kim Kardashian but I've never done it this way but she's done it where it goes around her neck wow. and it goes like around her neck and then under her breast to lift them that way well, depending on your bus size, you might need that extra support to get the lift, right? Yeah. Well, she she does it that way for like plunging things. So she wears like mm. a blazer, but she's not going to wear a shirt underneath it. And it's like a really like deep V. You couldn't do the same method that I just talked about because that goes directly across your chest. So you can't do a plunging with that. It's more for like a sweetheart neckline or something else. Whereas her version, it truly just goes around the neck. And straight down and it lifts that way. So I haven't tried that, but I, I know there's like hundreds of YouTube videos about this. Wow. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, you know, if, as a guy, you know, what I've used it for, for me, is just hanging up. So I, I I like to always see what my goals are for the month. 
like pretty much whenever I wake up at home, they're always on my fridge. Um, unless company's coming over, then I like peel it over and like put it in a drawer or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then like when I go out of town, it's very much the same thing. I like either write it on the mirror or I'll kind of put it a little sticky thing or put it on my phone. But yeah, so sometimes I've used duct tape in the past to just plaster it there on the wall. So I see it right when I wake up. Yep. And the other thing I've done is in your dressing area in a pageant, if you're in a dressing room and not in your hotel room, or I guess you could if you were in your hotel room, is things can get lost really easily, especially those small things like earring backs or bobby pins. So if you just take duct tape and you put you roll it up like you would if you were going to like wrap a present or something. Um, so you do like a wrap so the sticky side is all the way around. Stick it to either the desk in the dressing room or to the mirror and stick those little delicate things directly to it. And that way you always know where they are. They're not going to get swept under anything because they'll always be stuck to the duct tape. That's really smart. And the great thing about it is it lasts forever. And I mean, you can find it pretty much anywhere. How much does it run normally? So a full size roll is anywhere from five to $10. So it depends on the brand. If you go duct tape brand, um, obviously it's more expensive. And then of course you do a gigantic roll. It'll be pricier, but you can get cute little patterns now, everything. But I, I always like the traditional, um, silver. Got it. Okay. All right. So that, that was the, the fourth one. What's the fifth item under 20 bucks that girls must have? This is another one of my preferences, and it costs less than $5, so get excited, and it's Johnson's Baby Shampoo, and I know I've mentioned it before, and a travel version of this is only $1, so if you're not ready to commit to the full big bottle, a dollar is all it takes. <laughs> I mean, what can you buy for a dollar anymore, you know? It's just like not very many items you can buy for a dollar. Johnson's mm-hmm. Baby Shampoo, though, is one of them. Yeah. How does it help? So this is my all-time favorite eye makeup remover. It's gentle, but somehow manages to remove even my most stubborn eyeliner or mascara because like I know, like I use very nice skincare. I think a lot of women um, in my demo may also. And even still, like I'll wash my face and I'll have raccoon eyes. And I'm like, how did you not remove this? Um, And it's like, it's just not a good look. And because of that, and I'm sure Renata would be able to talk to this as well, when that happens, your makeup does get like, it'll wiggle its way into the fine lines around your eyes, in which case it will accelerate um, aging because if something's in a fine line or wrinkle, it's going to make an even deeper or wider crevice and then it's going to expand from there. So it's really important to take care of your eyes and the skin around your eyes really gently. Yeah, and based on your suggestion, um, I was at the, the drugstore I mean, because I think the very first time you mentioned it on one of these episodes, it was months and months ago, but picked up a bottle of Johnson's baby shampoo. I was like, oh, let me just pick it up. Like for Renata, I saw it. I was like, oh, just let me buy it for for Renata, see if it helps. And it it worked. It worked like a charm. Yep. You never, and because you're using it around your eyes, like it's made so babies' eyes don't burn when they're getting shampooed. So of course it's going to be gentle enough for us. That's perfect. Okay, great. And you can basically find it anywhere. Yeah, it's, oh. I mean, grocery store, anywhere. Yeah. Okay, what's the next item? What's the sixth item on your list? Oh, gosh. I love the way this was submitted by the Paige Jensen, our friend Paige. And she said, um, eyelashes, duh. And she did like the little cute emoji with the hand up by her hair and then a wink. So totally Paige. Totally it's page. very Paige. Um, so lashes can cost anywhere from $3 a pair to $20 a pair. And I will say I've had some great inexpensive lashes and I've had some really bad inexpensive lashes. Yeah. And so for these right here, um, on the higher end of the scale, you've got the mink eyelashes, right? That you can use for 
long periods of time, um, there, which is naturally why they are more expensive because you can continue to reuse them. You can like pull them off. Whereas the inexpensive, you're only going to get maybe one, maybe two usage out of it. So like when you are looking at um, eyelashes and, and you're looking at it from the investment phase, you just want to know, and this is kind of where it's important to know yourself. I mean, if you're the kind of girl where <laughs> you just want to be one and done and just forget about it, that's one. If you're somebody else that's more organized and you just know that about yourself, that you like, you want to get one quality pair that you can reuse over and over again, maybe get more towards the expensive. Uh, but that's, you know, the male version of it. So Jesse, like from your perspective, like give us a breakdown of that. No, you did a great job, Stephen. I loved everything you said, and I totally agreed with it. And so if you are looking for lashes, whether you want to use them one time or five times, because at the $20 range, you're probably looking at like a five-timer max if you take care of them well. And by taking care of them, I mean removing the glue, removing the mascara, and putting them back in their original box so they can keep their shape. So there's two there's two details of false lashes that you should be looking for when you're purchasing lashes. The first is a strong enough spine. So when the lashes all connect on that band, that's called the spine, that will hold the lashes together and keep its shape. So you don't want something that's like a thread because it's gonna be like wiggly wobbly and it's gonna be really hard to apply because you'll literally have to place it on your eye shape. Whereas most of the time they come pre-curved. So a strong shaped spine makes a big difference. And the second is the natural looking like natural looking strands. So you don't want lashes that are like clearly laser cut where they're like flat on the top and they're like, they almost look like a comb, right? They're like one, two, three. Like I'm, and I'm mapping it out with my finger. So I'm counting. You have no idea. What I can see you doing like a judo chop thing in the air. I am. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I'm give it one long one, one short one, one long one, one short one. And it's like clearly systematic. It just doesn't always translate to the most natural looking. So you want to think about, okay, does the end of the lash taper at the end, like my natural lash would. So it's not all one thickness, the strands. So a great spine and natural looking strands are the two things, regardless of how much you're spending, that you should be considering. Okay, and how does this help? You know, I, Stephen, I was at a very casual party the other night and not pageant related at all, not pageant people. And a female guest walked in and she was dressed like me, similar makeup, natural makeup but she had lashes on and I immediately was drawn to her. And I was like, oh my gosh, she looks phenomenal even though we're all so casual. And if lashes can do that for like a simple gathering, imagine what it does for like an any any everyday pageant appearance you have. Yeah, Renata gets her lashes applied and it's almost like individual strands she goes to somebody. And I believe it's, I think it's like $50 or maybe it's $80 like every two or three weeks. I mean, it's, it's expensive, but like she, that's her lashes. So when people compliment like, oh my gosh, I love your lashes. She's like, yep. They're like, you can buy them too. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. And it really does make a difference. Like I can start to notice like when her lashes like fall out and it's time to ready for her refill. I'm like, Hey, when are you getting your, you get your lashes done again? <laughs> you know, because it really does make, it makes a dramatic difference. Yeah, and it's so important to, to dress for the job you want. I, I tell clients that all the time, that no matter what appearance you're doing, think about it as though it's the highest level appearance. So if you are doing, if you're volunteering at the Special Olympics, fantastic. Um, dress and prepare and look like you're, not, you're volunteering for 
the actual like international special Olympics event. You'd naturally be a little more like you'd still be fitting into like the culture. You wouldn't be in a gown by any means. You'd still be in probably athletic wear and sneakers, but your hair and makeup would be elevated more so than it would be if it was a local appearance. So I say like you always want to take a photo and feel like you could compete with the reigning title holder in your pageant. Yeah. And something like eyelashes, it's something that is really so small, like in comparison to time investment and um, like the actual circumference of your face, it just makes a massive difference because whenever someone's talking to you, where do they look? They first look at your eyes. And if they get that, um, you know, they're not looking at your cheek or your jawline when you're talking, they're looking you in the eyes. So those eyelashes, it's a great return on your investment. It is. And they don't always have to be gigantic lashes. They can be more natural, more wispy to be suited for the type of appearance. So don't feel like you always have to look like you're wearing them. It just has to look special. Like you just have to pop. Like Steven said, like people are drawn to your eyes. They tell a lot about you and it will enhance that. Well, and I'll say with Renata, Renata does not have big lashes. However, her lashes are full. So that's the thing where girls sometimes I feel like they maybe do them too long. But what you're looking for, please correct me if I'm wrong because I don't want to lead people astray. But from a guy's perspective, just looking at my wife, I'm like, wow, I don't care to say how long they are. Obviously, like, (laughs) you know, we don't want them super, super short. But it's more like when they're when they're thick. Like, Oh, wow. okay, that's nice. Yeah, that's a great perspective. And I don't disagree with that. I think the only thing to say there is on stage, you don't, you want to make sure that the width compensate, the length compensates for the width. So you don't want to have short, really full lashes for stage. It'll make your eye look smaller. You will want it to still like expand out long enough. So it makes sense. The fullness makes sense. So for everyday, Renata's are perfect. But for stage, you want to make sure that the thickness is compensated by length. So you don't, you don't want them to be short and stubby. It's perfect. Okay. All right. So what's the last item on your list that costs less than uh, 20 bucks? Okay. So this is one of, again, one of my personal favorites as well. Um, so these are Sephora masks. So Steven, I don't know if you've ever been in a Sephora. It's a little bit like um, a toy store for people that love makeup. So it's very exciting. Um, and Sephora has their own line of face masks that I have been obsessed with for years. And the eye masks start at $3 and the full face masks go up to like 16 max, but they, um, they have such a variety of different uses and that's what I like about it. So they have three different styles of masks. They have an overnight mask for intense treatments, which like I can actually usually get two uses out of each package, which is an even bigger bonus because you basically cut your cost in half. Um, the second is like a full face sheet mask, and it kind of looks like Michael Myers in the spirit <laughs> of Halloween. You've seen, I'm sure you've seen them, Stephen, haven't you? Yes, yeah, I've seen it. It's got like a slit for your eyes and your nose and your mouth, and it's very creepy. Um, but they also have like eye masks specifically because, of course, we just talked about how important it is to take care of the skin on your eyes. So those are the three different types of masks in the Sephora arsenal. Uh, that's great. I mean, I I enjoy masks like mud masks, like glacier mud masks. I mean, I'll Ooh, I'll rock yeah. it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. So um, could you match me up with a based on my type? Uh, yeah, what's your what's your current skin uh, ailment? I, I find Sephora mask for you. Okay, current skin ailment. So not skin type. So what what's wrong with my face? 
Yeah, what would you okay. want to enhance, get rid of? What's what's ailing you right now? So actually sunspots, and it's something that Renata and I, we, we've spoke about because uh, my family and I, we go to the beach every year, and when we're out on the beach, we just based for, in the beach for like a week. And you, my idea of a vacation and a good time is anywhere where there's a beach, and I just sit out in the sand, let the water roll over me, and I'm there for like a week straight. So I do have some sunspots on my, um, like a little lower than my eyes and a little bit on my forehead. Okay. So I am looking, so I'm going to read off these as we go and then we'll talk about maybe the best one for you. So there's a mattifying and anti-blemish. That's green tea. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. Quenching and replenishing aloe vera, nourishing and soothing coconut. I'm going to skip that one because I think that's probably the one we're going to use for you. Poor perfecting and smoothing pineapple. Oh my God, you can eat these. Poor perfecting. See, that's good too because, um, that I'm assuming that reduces the the appearance of pores on your nose or yes. like in your face. So I think men, I know Kevin has like, he's going to be mad when I say this. He has like very large pores, yeah. which I think is more natural for men than women, but I don't think it's exclusive to men by any means. Um, but sometimes like I think it's probably to make your pores appear smaller. That's my guess without looking really into the product. Yeah. You're not able to change the size of your pores. You're able to change the appearance of the size of your period, which is all we really care about. And I, I'm the same. I'm the same as Kevin. Like I get, um, I have large pores on my nose. Um, well, yeah, you're right. Cause you're right. Cause you constrict the, the nerves around the pore. Is that how it works? Ooh, I'd have to pull in Renata for that one, but uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, um, purifying and detoxifying algae mask. That sounds exotic, like your your mineral mask you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a nourishing and balancing honey mask. So I would say for you, Stephen, you might actually want to try this pearl face mask, and it's for perfecting and brightening. Oh, yeah, because that's what sunspots does. Like it, it There's slight discoloration there. Yeah. So there's all different types. And like my, so my personal favorite is the rose mask. It's ultra moisturizing and brightening because I feel like my skin is all like always needs to be quenched and like brightened up. Um, but like they have literally, we just went through several of the options. There's even more than that. And they come in all those different variations, the night mask, um, for extra help or the eye mask or the full face mask. And I love them. Well, and I feel like at Sephora, if I'm remembering correctly, like when you're going through the checkout line, like the masks are pretty much lined up there as you're snaking through the checkout line. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty easy just to shop while you're waiting. And when I was there last time, I think they had like a buy three, get one free. And so the, the face mask we just talked about for your full face, those are six bucks. And the, wow. the night mask is four and you can get two uses out of that night mask. So, Amazing. Yeah. And for gosh i don't know how much we charge for um masks at roddy med spa um but i do know that like ours are like medical grade so mm-hmm. i think they're a little bit i mean they're a little bit more expensive but they're not crazy um like crazy costly at all so it's one of those things where if you need more of a medical grade which is why renata and i were talking about my skin because she's like oh you know what we got these peels that could like help you. I was like, okay, because we're not now like analyze. For those of you who don't know, Renata is my wife, and um, we own a medical spa. So my wife is always analyzing my face and seeing what she can, <laughs> what new treatment she can do, or if she learned something. Which, by the way, I found out something crazy. This is a, um, it's a new study that was released. So we spend so much time in front of our phone or computer. The blue light that comes off 
ages you in a similar fashion oh, to the no. sun. Yeah. So oh, no. it's it's a new study that's been done. Like Renata was at a conference where she's like up getting up to date on all the latest and greatest. And that was like one of the things. So they naturally they, they have treatments to kind of counter counterbalance this this constant light that is um, affecting your, your face. Oh, that is not good. Can you, I mean, I'm like, I don't want to think about it. Never thought about that. I, mine was blown. I'm like, gosh, this is wild. But yeah, so that, that's the thing. So that's a perfect segue actually to like just summarizing this whole conversation is there is a high dollar version and an affordable option for almost anything you need to purchase leading up to your pageant. So like you said, there's the Sephora level that will cost you five, six bucks. But there's also, if you have a need or you want to be able to, or you're able to splurge for the medical grade version, do that. So this, these tips today are really to guide you for, okay, here's some ways you could save if you need to save so that you can invest in other things. But as always, there is definitely a luxury version of all of these too. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jesse, And thank all of you for listening. And if you found any benefit in today's show, um, or you find Jesse or myself charming, you know, please, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Um, it it's, might seem like a very small effort, but it really does make a huge difference for Jesse and I, and it helps us keep the show going.